Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen, to the deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. You know, back in the day, this was like the Winnipeg Blue Bombers theme song one year. Oh, yeah. And then the Eskimos beat him in the playoffs. This is Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer. It would have been like, I'm thinking 80 or 81. It was, you can look it up. Maybe it was 82. Does that make sense? So what was the last year Hugh Campbell was here? I'm thinking that was 82. The Eskimos beat Winnipeg in the playoffs. Somebody will correct us because they care because they text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. This comes in from Dan because we had a texter to the show say more country music. And we don't play a lot of country music. It's, you know, a little bit more rock and, you know, stuff like that. But, uh... I mentioned Luke Bryan, and Dan says, Bob, Luke Bryan sucks. George Strait is the king of country. I did not know that. Uh, a guy who would probably know better than me. I referred to him as a guy with a, uh, a movie star's, uh, a matinee idol's uh, name and movie star looks. But he doesn't have the ego. We welcome back to the show the television analyst of the Carolina Hurricanes. He's working in about an hour and a half right now. But uh, Trip Tracy joining us, of course. Just got off the phone with Craig Conroy. Flames are here Saturday, Carolina Sunday. Trip Tracy joins us right now. And uh, you're far too modest of a man. You're laughing already when I refer to you as the matinee idol name with the movie star good looks. Bob, my great friend, bear with me. I'm... After the hurricane sojourn through Alberta and Vancouver very quickly, it's the bye week, so I'm going to Miami Beach fishing with a couple of buddies, so I was just trying to get a late workout before the game. There you Crash go. course, in my mid-40s. And yes, I, I am a fan of George Strait. Love country because I can actually understand the lyrics. <laughs> As opposed to a lot of what else comes out of Florida these days, music-wise. So... Uh, now, one thing that uh, we had Brian Burke on yesterday, he joins us every Thursday in Oilers now for Canadian Power Pack. And speaking of Carolina, you know where I'm going next. Not everybody's <laughs> digging the uh, the Hurricanes victory celebrations, but uh, it's been it's been a another sort of illustration of uh, maybe a change in the guard in the Hurricanes organization. Is that fair to say under Tom Dundon? <laughs> well, I you know I, I love the fact whether you love it or you hate it, that people are talking about it because 
you know, hockey players, you know, like a George Strait, salt of the earth people, Bob. And, you know, you rarely say or do anything that's controversial. So uh, I'm as much of an old schooler, and I'd like to think of myself as a throwback. And I think with guys I played with and even, you know, 20 years broadcasting now, one of the best compliments I ever got was to be named an honorary Westerner for a kid, you know, that went to an Ivy League school from Michigan. Um, But, you know, I like the fact that, you know, it's exciting that people talk about it, whether you, you love it, you hate it. Um, it's conversation, you know, case in point, a week ago, Buffalo was in town. I know they were just uh, out to, to play the Oilers. Yeah. And Rob Ray and I were talking before the game, hot stoving, and he was between the benches. And he said, you know what, I almost hope the Hurricanes win. I might jump over the boards and knock somebody out. And I, I think that's fantastic. Um, you know, you look at a, some of these other sports, and, you know, it's, it, it, at least in the United States, you know, hockey is, is, is DNA. It's it's the very blood work of Canada. Um, but, you know, to, to see these players, you know, showing personality. I mean, the Hurricanes have had a couple of doozies lately with uh, Brock McGinn, the, 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 the Thor hammer, and um, Justin Williams, you know, bowling for dollars or wins after a win. And, you know, Bob, I, I think you can get away with it because of what Rob Brindamore stood for in his career and what Justin Williams has stood for in his career. And even Rob Ray said that. So, you know, it's, I, I, I think it would be terrific if both Edmonton and Carolina were back in the playoffs, and I'd love to see one of those storm surges during a, a playoff series because, my gosh, if, uh, you know, if, if Brian, you know, who's a throwback himself, and the Rob Rays of the world have their feelings, I can only imagine how intensified it would be during a playoff series. And I think that's great for the game. I, I don't think it disrespects myself, anybody because it happens after the opponent has left the ice. Right. But I also understand that it's very debatable. Uh, well, there are only 2,000, as I recall, for Game 7. There are only 2,000 Edmontonians in your rink for that final game. Uh, and you got it, and you won it, and that's what it's going to say in the history books. Uh, how has the first year of the Rod Brindamore head coaching experience gone? I think that it's... Uh, I think that... When I look at it, the signature is that, you know, Rod, as I expected him to be himself, um, you know, and he's I'm very, you know, close with him personally. Um, and, you know, I, I really hope that he would just be himself and, and you know, he was going to learn and is going to learn lessons on the fly as a, um, as a first-year head coach. I mean, he's the very antithesis, say, to, to Ken Hitchcock in, in Edmonton right now with regards to head coaching experience. What I, what I like is that the team – was unbelievably well-conditioned, which you would expect yeah. uh, from a Rod Brindamore coach team, and that allowed them to get off to a, an electrifying start. And I think they're, on the whole, without question, harder to play against um, when you look at the you know, the Furlins and the, the Jordan Martin, who I've really enjoyed. Um, they hope Nino Niederreiter will bring a hard game starting tonight. Um, they, you know, they've had trouble with their power play on the whole, although recently better. They've had trouble with their defense being electrifying, you know, big transition for Dougie Hamilton in particular. Uh, Alberta uh, fans are certainly well-versed with his game. So I think the biggest thing for Rod is he's learning on the go, um, but he has stayed true to his true colors, uh, Bob, and a couple of times where the team could have gone south. I know they're still on the outside looking, and they've got a huge hill to climb, but I think they play for him, and I think he has been a a player's coach um, thus far. I hope that as time goes on, when it's necessary to 
how do I say this, PG on radio, when it's necessarily necessary to, to not be the nicest guy in the room, that he will be that with his players because I think that will make him an even better coach as he matures. All right, Victor Rask for Nino Niederreiter. Assess that deal from your perspective. Uh, in a perfect world, as you and I both know, you know, trades you know, work out for both teams because that makes future trading partners uh, based on individual needs at the time. Uh, Victor um, was a Ron Francis-type player, uh, you know, heavy, high, heavy, heavy, uh, or high, I should say high IQ, um, was never a gifted skater but made up for it with his mind, um, and injuries have, have plagued him. The game's gotten faster. He has not kept that speed. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about this. Who is a centerman that's not gifted with speed that makes up for it with competitive fire? And I think maybe as good of an example I can think of is, uh, is Ryan O'Reilly. Um, so, you know, Victor, I, for him, hoping a, a change of scenery will get that competitive fire back because I think he was lacking it. And I think that's what Paul Fenton is probably hoping for. Nino Niederreiter, everything I hear uh, and people that I trust uh, and talk to, uh, if he plays his natural side, he's going to play a hard game. It's a different type of hard game that, say, Furlan plays. But that should, that should I think, work well with the, the philosophy that Brendan Moore has behind the bench. Uh, you know, a guy that has willingness to get to the paint, do good things around the paint. Uh, and, you know, my own speculation, but uh, Furlan, who the Hurricanes I know are trying hard to resign, if his number, his asking price is too much, a different type of hardness. But perhaps if they can't resign Michael, a guy like Niederreiter gives him a bit of a buffer uh, moving forward. In our last segment, we're joined by Trip Tracy, the television analyst for a number of years on a on an excellent play by play tandem, by the way, with John Forslund. And these guys both do games for NBC nationally. Uh, and no ego whatsoever, so that's part of the thing we, we love about you guys. Because, you know, I work with Jack, so you got two guys with big egos <laughs> in the same booth. But with all seriousness, oh, Jack wanted to say hi, by the way, so I just wanted to pass that along. You guys are the Edmonton, you got more personality in the Edmonton broadcasting. We need another Stanley Cup finals because I'm not blowing smoke. You guys truly are the best. It's going to be a ball to see it. But all right. Going, sorry, yeah, man. I want to talk about Sebastian. We just talked to Craig Conroy about Giordano maybe being the most, you know, one of the most underrated defensemen in the league. And it sounds crazy because he's been in the league. Well, you got a guy in Sebastian Ajo who's got 51 points this year in 46 games. He's plus 14. He is that underrated around the league. And uh, you know what? Maybe he played a factor in why Yessa Poliarvi was selected fourth overall as well. What a second-round draft choice for the Hurricanes organization in that 2015 draft. Wow. He's a heck of a player. Okay, so the, the, here's the positive, and it's a gigantic positive. Sebastian Ajo, um, he's the type of personality when you're not just trying to say that you've changed the culture for a team who hasn't made the playoffs in 10 years, Bob, but you actually are doing it. Um, whether he's in the last year of a contract or he gets signed to a lucrative long-term deal, which I'm guessing will happen, certainly hope will happen, I don't think he'll ever change because he cares more about winning than anything else. Uh, I think he'll be a future captain to follow the likes of um, the Koivus, uh, Finnish-born captains. Uh, I just look at, you know, the last 10 days or so, Hurricanes took a step back at Madison Square Garden Tuesday, but a week ago they're playing against Buffalo. It's Jeff Skinner's return. That 2015 draft, which obviously you know was a big one for Edmonton, getting Connor. Yeah. Um, Eichel goes second. Sebastian goes in the second round. 
was going toe-to-toe in matchup center-on-center with, with Eichel and Skinner also featured on that line. And he'd never admit it because he he's truly a humble guy. But, you know, I know that that got him going, you know, that he went in the second round. And, you know, he outplayed Eichel that night. Uh, he outplayed Skinner that night in Skinner's return. Um, and then he comes out a couple of days later against an elite team in Nashville and puts a hat trick on the board against Pecorine. Um, and you know, he's the type of guy that, you know, he loves playing with Tara Vinen. Furlan was really, he's been going more than he has been at any other point recently, but he drags everybody into the fight with him. And I love all the things that he does, including, you know, I'm not going to say seamlessly, but based on me moving from wing to center and doing a heck of a job for, a, you know, one of the more slight top centermen in the league, and especially with no Jordan Stahl. He's playing against, uh, you know, he's getting tougher matchups, strength on strength. Jordan Stahl probably would have been playing against Eichel if he was healthy. Sure. And he's flourishing. And, you know, so that is a huge plus. Now, Carolina, you know, you can look at that and you can point to Sebastian Ajo, um, you know, being a gem of a find. And I absolutely wholeheartedly, with asterisk next to it, agree with that. But then you have to look at first rounds. And, you know, Bob, I always call you, you know, the, you know the, the Western Hockey League guru. You know, you go all the way back, even OHLers like a Ryan a Zach Boychuk, where Eric Carlson yep. was a pick after. You can look at Tate and Flurry and look at the rest of that round. And you can look, it's early, but Jake Bean and Julian Goche. The Hurricanes need to, you know, <laughs> with these first round picks, need to draft and develop players. I'm not going to say that you're going to, you know, measure it against Sebastian Ajo all the time, but I'd take a couple of those first-rounders to develop uh, in, you know, in, and as opposed to just finding the one magical player in the second round every now and then. Those are just the facts, but Ajo has been, he's been magical, and I like his fire and his personality uh, more than any of his actual physical attributes. I think he'll be a future captain. I don't think he'll ever be complacent, which is very important. Uh, in a non-traditional hockey market because you need internal uh, culture and accountability. All right, I'm going to throw something at you here. Uh, the last two years, Connor McDavid has won the Art Ross Trophy in 46 games in 2016-17, 51 points. In 17-18 in 46 games, 52 points. Now, Connor uh, went into a game in Vancouver, which was the, the Oilers' 47th game, his 46th. Uh, with 69 points. So the scoring's gone up this year, but he's basically Ajo's on the pace that McDavid's been at in the last two years. Very quickly, a thought on Andrei Svechnikov, who was the uh, second overall pick in the 2018 draft after you guys won the lottery and moved up. Uh, okay. Uh, quickly, uh, different uh, than in Ajo because Ajo's father was a, was a Finnish uh, pro and yep. as a general manager in uh, Carpet, and so Finn's learning the defensive side of the puck as teenagers right. is part of who they are. Uh, Andrei Svechnikov, under a Hall of Famer like Dale Howard, Chuck, and in the USHL and Muskegon prior to that, did not. there was no focus on the defensive side of the puck. He had the puck all the time. So defensively, it has been a true learning curve. Uh, he's used to you know a habit of a stick coming off the ice, um, and so he's taken a bunch of penalties. But he's a great kid. He has natural finishing ability that uh, the Hurricanes do not have much of. Um, I've seen he's hit a wall recently, Bob. Is he going to crash through it tonight uh, against Ottawa and then you know, beginning the trip in, in Edmonton on Sunday? Um, but his natural scoring ability uh, is already elite when he does have the puck. I like him on his natural side. He's played on his natural side and his offside. I like him as a left winger on his left side. Um, Brendan Moore's been very patient with him. But eventually, I want to see him play with top players when he's ready from a 200-foot uh, standpoint, uh, because I think 
that'll make him better to 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 make his his goal scoring elite. And I think that um, uh, you know it'll just make Carolina a better team. The comparisons always have been to Marion Hosa. He's got a long ways to go from the penalty standpoint. He's got to keep his stick on the ice, and he has a, a sponge like mindset. He's a great kid to learn. So I think he's just one of uh, many offensive talents in his case, coming out of the of the OHL, that will become a good defensive player, and that will make him an even better finisher and dynamic scorer. Final question for you, Tripp. Uh, the right side of the defense, Pesci, who is a terrific possession player, Dougie Hamilton, who was a terrific possession player with Giordano last year, Justin Falk. Um, some would say an embarrassment of riches there, and to balance out the lineup, there's an inevitable move. I know you're probably tired about talking about these guys, but just specific to Dougie Hamilton, how has he fit in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, his best recently, um, big time transition. Um, I will tell you, he's been likable as a kid, and you know, I would say he's had thick skin because it hasn't always been positive. And um, you know, it's, now granted, it's not the you know the microscope that it is in Edmonton or in his case Calgary. Um, he was brought in to be a number one, Bob. And, you know, everything that I've seen with how much he digs in to defend, I, I, I could be proven otherwise, but I just don't see him as a one. Uh, he's paid like a one. Um, he has been at his best um, where he has had some level of desperation and a decent level of desperation and physicality defensively, but in a third-pairing situation. You know, they reunited in December, Pesci with Slavin. Uh, they played one of the best games I ever saw him play at the beginning of last year in Edmonton against Connor. Uh, then you've had their best defensive pairing in, in Falk, so another righty in Calvin DeHaan. So Dougie, you know, as a 5'6", he's electrifying. He's electrifying because, you know, he sees better matchups and he can jump in with regularity. Uh, in his defense, the one thing I would say is that we've really never seen him be given the ability to be the quarterback of the, the number one power play unit. You know, it's it's been Falk for the most part. I've always wanted to see that. Even wouldn't mind seeing uh, Hamilton at the top of the key as a righty. And then just put Justin Falk because he's not a quarterback in a true, pure, one-timing position like an Ovechkin being a righty with a blast. Um, but at even strength, you know, I'd love to – you have to be patient with these things, I know, but it's his third team. I just don't know if he's a one or a two. But when you put him in the proper matchups, which he's been recently, and the Hurricanes have got more production from their back end by far than at any other point in the season – um, yeah, he is, he's been a huge part of their, their recent winning ways. Trip, safe travels. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll see you here Sunday. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. See ya, Bob. See ya. That's Trip Tracy, Carolina Hurricanes television analyst. 151. We'll take a timeout. This is Orders Now. 
subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. Royal Pizza. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. To this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel. Receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. Brendan Scott, what do you got? On this day, Bob, in 2009, the Oilers raised Glenn Anderson's number nine to the rafters prior to a 6-3 win over the Phoenix Coyotes. Ethan Morrow registered a hat-trick. Ladislav Smeed fought Dan Carcillo, and Dwayne Rolison made 25 saves for the win. Ladislav Smeed, he was a gamer because Carcillo could chuck him. Uh, of course, Carcillo involved in the current uh, lawsuit uh, with NHL concussions. Dwayne Rolson, good guy. Uh, I think he's out on Vancouver Island. I think his son's at a prep school. Uh, Ethan Morrow getting his only NHL career hat-trick in that game. And Glenn Anderson making regular appearances on the face-off show. Uh, we got a couple coming up this weekend. Uh, back-to-back games, the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames. 6.30 face-off show tomorrow night, 8 o'clock puck drop. And then uh, 6 o'clock face-off show against Carolina, 7.30 puck drop on Sunday. Uh, you've heard throughout the course of the day, Peter Watts uh, passing away. Uh, long time, uh, more recently, Calgary-based sportscaster. I worked with Peter with TSN doing stats as far back as the, uh, I'd say, late 1990s. Very nice man. Uh, was on a show a number of times over the years as well. Our condolences to uh, the uh, friends and family of Peter Watts. He was a terrific guy. A uh, Queens graduate out of uh, Kingston. Uh, up next... Uh, the news, weather, and traffic update will be with Morgan Black, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen I and Andrew Gross. A reminder, Reed Wilkins tonight on Inside Sports from 6 to 8. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.